You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin faithful that love is powerful to save that love is powerful to deliver to heal to restore to reconcile and how many of us know that that love is also able to keep you that love is also to be your provision when you're in lack 
And no matter where you're at, that love is able to reach you right where you're at. And your darkest moments where you feel all alone, where you feel that no one else understands or no one can comprehend or whatever may be going on in your heart and in your life and in your mind or just within our bodies. But we can always know that the love of God is never failing. And his love is always able to reach me and you right where we're at. And it's because of that love that we are reminded and that always we always have to remember that is why Christ Jesus died for me and you. That is why Christ Jesus died for this world because of the love that the Father has for this world. Amen. So praise God this morning. Welcome to the Lord, the, to Newland Way Church this morning. Welcome as we come together and uh, just to worship the Lord together. Thank you guys for all joining us online this morning as well. It is just such a great day and every day to serve the Lord and to praise the Lord. Thank you guys so much. And you know what? It's just an awesome time just to always be able to take that time and just to seek the Lord and just to thank him for all that he has done. Amen. How many of us know that this should be every day? Okay, you guys got a little quiet there. Come on. <laughs> How many of you know that this should be every day? You should never wait to get to church to start to praise the Lord. You should never wait until Sunday or whenever there's another service going on. You can take that time and to start to praise and to thank the Lord for all that he has done. Wherever you're at, whenever you have that time, wherever you're at, any moment of the day, any moment of the night, you could just start to praise the Lord. You could just start to glorify the Lord. You could just start to tell him how great and how awesome and how mighty he is. Amen. Because all we are doing is we're just coming in agreement and agreeing with who he is. That's what we're doing. We're disagreeing with who he is and who he says he is and who we believe he is in our hearts and in our lives today. Are we in agreement this morning with that? Are we in agreement with it this morning? Amen. Then praise the Lord. And it's just an amazing time to be able to come together. And I'm just so thankful to the Lord that we're able to come together and praise the Lord together. Amen. So thank you again for coming. Uh, you know what, if you like to turn around, say hello to your neighbor, greet your neighbor, amen, say hello to one another, hello to all of you guys online today joining us from home, and we're just so grateful, amen, for each and every single one of you today, and all of our neighbors that are able to hear us as well this morning, amen, <laughs> amen, amen, well, praise God. Uh, just a couple of quick announcements, on Wednesday night, we are having our Bible studies uh, live streamed, so we encourage you to join us for the Bible studies on Wednesday nights. Uh, we are starting at 7, it's 7 p.m., but we normally don't get the stream going to about 7, 10 p.m. We're still in the book of Acts. We will actually be finishing the book of Acts chapter 7 this week. Amen. So, um, you know, we went through the whole book of uh, chapter 7 of Acts, and uh, we'll, be we'll be completing that this week. So we encourage you to study along with us, read along with us, pray along with us, and, and join us for Bible study on Wednesday night. You know, we may not be meeting yet, but you can still have a cup of coffee or a hot chocolate or a glass of milk or cup, whatever you want to, you know, that's that's your pleasure right there at home. Amen. So you guys enjoy that and we'll come together for Bible study. Uh, Friday nights, we are, what's the call? We're not meeting for prayer yet, but we do have a scripture and we will be in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 this coming Friday. So we just encourage you to go ahead and uh, read along with us, pray along with us. This is the direction we are going, and I would just encourage you to take that time, whether it's on Friday night, whether it's through the week, whether it's through the day, or whether it's Saturday morning, whenever you have that time, but take some time. Even if it's just five minutes, you just sit there and read it, but at least take that time to read that scripture and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, and also asking the Holy Spirit to help you and guide you in prayer through that. Amen? So I pray that you guys have been following along with us and but through it all, this is a way that we continue to pray with one another, amen, and believing that the Lord is in the midst there. Praise God. So those are the announcements for this morning. Um, we did put up the stream this morning for uh, Psalm 32, which was our psalm for, for prayer this morning. But I do apologize. It looks like there may have been something to happen in the upload. It's a little glitchy, so I did take that down. We'll be looking into that and looking to get that up pretty soon. Um, you know, but what's it called? It's just a, it's a powerful Psalm, Psalm 32. It's a life that has been lived. It's a life that is looking back and thankful to the Lord for the forgiveness that we have in him and looking back at a life and just saying, wow, God, 
you know, you doubt with me in some areas, but once I was able to confess that sin, what a joy, what a freedom, what liberty that I have in you, my God, because I'm able to acknowledge and come in agreement with what you say is sin. Amen. And the Lord is able to help us through that. So just praise the Lord for that. That's a lot of what the message was this morning and being able to rejoice and live that happy life that we are able to live in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So that's Psalm 32. If you'd like to take a look at that and read it on your own and, and definitely study it on your own. And like I said, we'll look at it and see if we get that back up again. Amen. So praise God. I want to thank my wife, Letty, for coming together with me and being able to praise the Lord together in that song. You know, that was something that we did actually at a talent show we had here many years ago. It was like our first year coming back to the Lord. And the Lord had just pl placed that in our heart at that time. And our children were able to be a part of that. They actually opened up that song reading the Ten Commandments. And in that, we went into that song. But I'm not going to lie, when we first originally did it, the background was some Led Zeppelin music. Amen? <laughs> we took a couple, of, a couple of the chords from Led Zeppelin on the back. So this time around, the Lord helped us to put together the music and to write it out and just to be able to praise the Lord through it. Because that song definitely has a, a, a real deep meaning to us. And it's just something that always brings us back to that place of just thanking the Lord for his forgiveness. Amen. So praise God in that. So uh, we are going to take up our tithes and offerings. Uh, there's a basket, uh, basket up here in the front if you just like to drop that in there. And I'm gonna, uh, Pastor Pat is going to come and pray for the tithes and offerings this morning. Amen. morning. Father God, we just come before you this beautiful morning that you have given us, Father Lord. And Father Lord, as we continue to worship you, Father, we thank you, Lord, that we have um, the opportunity to come in and bring our tithes and our offerings into the house of God, Father Lord. May you keep these doors open, Father Lord. May you continue to do the work, Father Lord, through the tithes and through the offerings, Father Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your provision, Father. We thank you for all that you have provided, even in this time, Father, Lord. We thank you that you have met every need and every family, Father, in the house of God, Father, Lord, and all around the world, Father. May we continue to bless you, Father, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for all that you are doing, Father. In the midst of it all, Father, we know yes. that we serve a powerful God, Father, Lord. And your word says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a yes. seed out breaking for bread. Yes. So we thank you, Lord, for your provision, yes. Father, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, does anybody have a testimony? They just want to give the Lord a shout out this morning. Anybody just like to say thank you to the Lord this morning or just give them praise this morning? Anything you'd like to share? Yes, Andrea. Praise God for that. Amen. Amen. She's sharing how my, our mom must have called, uh, was having some anxiety and not able to get in the car and stuff like that. So uh, this week we were able, she was able to do some things more than what she was able to. So thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Anybody else? Anybody else? Amen. Yes, Brother Robert. Uh, Amen. Yes. Amen. grateful to the Lord for that. Amen. Changing them hours and putting you in that place and just continue to do a great work in you, Brother Robert. Amen. Praise God for that. Yes, it's done, Mom. Amen. Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. 
Lord for all that he's doing in your family and your life. Yes, Brother Robert. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. The Lord answered that prayer all in his time. Right, Brother? All in his time. Amen. Hey, yes, it's still on there. my God, where it looks like they have everything, and maybe they do, my God, 
But Lord, they're missing you, Lord. They're missing that relationship with you. They're missing that peace within their heart that only you can give, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you, Lord, that, Father, that they would know you today, that they would have that opportunity to hear the good news of the love that you have for them and that you've shown in your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, my God. And, Father, this morning, Lord, we thank you, Father God, as Lord Wansan is going through this trial right now. But in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you're a healer. We thank you, Father God, in this allergic reaction, Lord, that you are greater than an allergic reaction. And in the name of Jesus, you can reverse, my God, that reaction, my Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord God. Any swelling, any itching, whatever may be caused, my God, in Jesus' name, we ask you for healing in the name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, we thank you, Lord, as we're able to come to you and we know that you hear us, my God. You've heard every prayer request here today, my God. And Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we know that, Father, you answer those prayers. We know that you hear those prayers and we know that you know every detail, my God. Father God, we're believing for good reports, Father God, from the doctors. We're believing, Father, for quick recoveries, my God, and full restoration in the body and in the mind, Father God. We're believing, my God, that you are greater than any cancer, my God, any COVID, my God, any virus or disease in this world today, my God, because, Lord Jesus, you healed us from the greatest disease of sin, my God. And, Father God, we know today, Lord Jesus, that, Father God, Lord, you are greater than every other sickness, my God. Your name is greater in the name of Jesus, my God. We thank you today and we ask you, Father God, for wisdom and guidance in the families, my God. Lord, for direction, Lord, and peace and comfort and unity in the household, my God. As prayer requests have gone forth for this today, my God. And, Father, we thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your comfort and your peace and your strength through it all, my God. And we're believing, my God, all the prayers that are online today, my God. Lord, you hear every prayer request. You know every supplication and petition. And we are coming in agreement this morning together, seeking you together, and believing, Father God, that, Lord, you are able to bring your people through. We love you this morning. We thank you this morning. And we give you all the glory and praise and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Do we believe that this morning? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, praise God. If we could turn our Bibles this morning to Amos chapter 3. We're going to be in the book of Amos this morning, chapter 3. It's in the uh, Minor Prophets there in the Old Testament. And we're going to be starting here this morning. Amen. I always love the book of the prophets, man. They, they don't mess around. They don't sugarcoat nothing. They just give it as it is. <laughs> but I'm not saying that's an easy, that was an easy task, though, because that word always started with the prophet. And the prophet would be challenged and the prophet would be going through the fire through all of it because of all that was going on through the word that was going to be brought forth through their, through their mouths and, and being used in what God was doing and speaking to his people. So we're looking at an example of a hard message here, but of a necessary message, a necessary message that brings truth because God was looking to grab the hearts of his people, Israel. And though the message may seem like it hurts, but the message is what was needed for this time because the people's hearts had turned and, you know, and, and just turned away from God. So the message needed to be very strong. But how many of us know that the message was still brought in love? Amen. Because it was because the love of God that he brought such a hard, hard message in this. So, Father, this morning, we thank you for the word that is going forth this morning. We thank you, Father God, for the time of worship, my God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, Father God, for, Father, just allowing us to be able to be in your presence, my God. But most of all, knowing that your very presence is within us, my God. We thank you for the relationship that we have in you, Lord. And Father, today, Lord, we just submit and humble ourselves under your mighty hand this morning. Father God, I ask you, Lord, that as your word goes forth, my God, let it be your word, my God. Father, Lord, let it go forth, my God, by your Holy Spirit, my God, and help us to receive it by your spirit. 
And, Father, that your word would, Father God, penetrate our hearts, my God, and reveal and expose some things within our own hearts and within our own lives, my God. That, Father God, maybe we have not been able to quite see, or maybe, Lord, we just kind of, Father, been in disagreement, my God. But, Father, today in the name of Jesus, Lord, we are looking to you, Lord. We are submitting ourselves unto you, and we ask you that by your spirit, Lord, Father, that you would teach us today, my God, that, Father, we may have freedom and walk in the liberty, my God, that we have in you because of the forgiveness of our sins. We thank you this morning, Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's look at Amos chapter 3, and we are going to read verse 1 through 10 this morning. Amos chapter 3, verse 1 through 10. So it says here, hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O people of Israel, against the whole family that I brought up out of the land of Egypt. You only have I known of the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet? Does a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Does a young lion cry out from his den if he has taken nothing? Does a bird fall in a snare on the earth when there is no trap for it? Does a snare spring up from the ground when it has taken nothing? Is a trumpet blown in a city and the people are not afraid? Does disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it? For the Lord does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants the prophets. The lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, and who can but prophesy? Proclaim to the strongholds in Ashdod and to the strongholds in the land of Egypt, and say, Assemble yourselves on the mountains of Samaria, and see the great tumults within her and the oppressed in her midst. They do not know how to do right, declares the Lord. Those who store up violence and robbery in their strongholds. So this is the word of the Lord this morning. And the title of today's message is, Are We in Agreement? Are we in agreement this morning? And we're going to be looking at this today. And I'm going to start here at this. I'm going to look at this definition of agreement. But I'm going to put a little stopper here because the wind is blowing my Bible closed. <laughs> Then the Lord's trying to give us a different word. Amen. He's blowing the, is the spirit of the Lord right there, the breath. So we're going to look at this word in agreement. This is just a, the, well, let's look at the concordance version here. We're looking at Amos chapter 3, verse 3, where we're pulling this from. And it's do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet. And that word agreement or agree is agree to meeting or to have an appointment. And how many of us know in order, if you make an appointment, that means that you are agreeing to meet at a certain time. You go to the doctor, you set an appointment, and they have agreed to see you at a certain time. You go for a reservation at a restaurant, and you, it means you've agreed to meet at a certain time. You've bought a movie ticket, well, maybe not right now, but when you were used to go to the movies. You bought a movie ticket, and what does it have on there? A time. So you are agreeing that you bought a ticket for that time, and if you get there later, then it's not the movie theater's fault, but it's your fault because you agreed to the time that you bought. So there's an agreement there. I love an episode where there's a TV show that they make a reservation for a rental car, and they go to get that reserve, they go to get that rental car, and when they get there, they say, oh, "I'm sorry, sir, but we're all out of cars." And he says, well, what was the point of the reservation? They said, well, that's so we can have a car. And he says, but you have no car for me. He says, so you know how to take the reservation, but you don't know how to keep the reservation. You don't know how to hold your part of the agreement that was made. And how many of us know today that it takes two in order to be able to come into agreement about something? Agreement in the Webster's is the state of being of one opinion about something. An arrangement about an action to be taken. Accord or unison. 
or both of them, really. Those are just words that are kind of like that. And again, this message today has to be with, are we in agreement today? One of the questions I can ask you today is, are we in agreement to be in church today or online today together to seek the Lord? Are we in agreement this morning of why we're here today? Are we in agreement today because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and that is why we're here today? Because we want to hear from him. We want to seek him. We want to thank him. We want to praise him. We want to glorify him. We want to exalt his holy name. We want to come together with the brothers and sisters in Christ. Because that's what church is to be. That's what it's coming together. We're coming together in agreement because we believe in the same Lord. We believe in the same forgiveness and the salvation that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. But how many of us know in order to be in agreement, it's a choice. You know that you could be here today and not agree with everything that is done or even why we're here today. And with that, which puts you in a place is in a place of disagreement. But that's okay. Majority of us are here in agreement. Amen. <laughs> How many of you guys have ever had a disagreement? Amen. <laughs> you probably have disagreements today. And how many of us know that disagreement comes very natural to me and you? We love to question everything. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with having questions. But how many know that there's been wars over disagreements? There's been wars even in our own households because of disagreements. <laughs> And how many of us know, I mean, there's been times after church or any, I believe one of the greatest disagreements that can be very brutal is where do we go eat? Trying to decide on what are we going to eat today? And because there's so many disagreements, there can be attitudes, there can be all these things that rise up because of disagreement. How many of us know today that there is much going on even in our own country that has a lot to do with disagreement? And many times, even in the house of the Lord, there can be much disagreement. But can I tell you something? That's okay. There's nothing wrong with having a disagreement with one another. Because how many of us know we don't know everything? Amen. Yeah, that's an amen, right? That's a hand clap, right? We don't know everything. We might think we know everything. But we don't know everything. We don't have the answers to everything. We may have some answers. We may have some thoughts, different things. But the reality of it is, is no matter who we're in, engaged in a conversation or whatever that agreement is, it's okay to have a disagreement. It's even okay to, to agree to disagree. You guys ever heard that? How about we just agree to disagree? We're not going to meet in the middle here. And that's okay. Because we're human beings. That's just part of who we are. How many of you guys love to argue? Amen. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. <laughs> and that will usually come from a disagreement. Because we're not sure if we really agree with what's going on. That's just part of life. Are we in agreement with that? <laughs> Amen. But what we're talking about today is not about a disagreement with a man or a woman or anybody in this world. What we're talking about today is are we in agreement with God? Think about that. Is your life, your heart, your mind, 
in agreement with God today? Do you agree with what God says in his word, in your life, in every area of your heart today? Because how many of us know that our God is not a God, he's not like man that he shall lie. How many of us know that the word of God says, let God be true and every man a liar? Because God is holy and God is righteous. And I'm going to tell you something, God is always right. His thoughts are not as our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. They are high and above us. But do you agree with that? You know, much of Israel's rebellion and much of Israel's issue was the fact that they didn't agree with God. They didn't agree with the, what the prophets of the Lord were saying to them. One of the greatest sins was the fall of man was to doubt what God said. I'm not pointing fingers, guys. Just like I said, disagreement comes naturally to us. Have you ever been in disagreement with God? I know I have. Okay, only a couple of us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Guys, pray for us. You guys have kept your hands down. I got you. <laughs> but maybe you just don't know you're in disagreement with God. Or maybe you're choosing not to acknowledge that you've been in disagreement with God. Let me encourage you, don't stay there too long. It's a very dangerous place. Because that can cause a hardened heart. As he says, today if you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts. Are you hardening your heart this morning? Is there an area that God is bringing up in your heart and in your life that you're kind of like, no, 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 don't, don't touch that. Let me encourage you, allow the Lord to deal with that and bring it to the surface so you can come in agreement with what he says. See, right here in this part of Amos, chapter 3, in verse 1, he says, Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O people of Israel. But look what he says here, against the whole family that I brought up out of the land of Egypt. This message, when God spoke it through Amos, he says the whole family. There was two kingdoms, Judah and Israel, but God doesn't separate them. He says, no, I'm speaking to all of you as one. How many of us know that God doesn't see you any different? He's not a respecter of persons. His word is meant to go forth for each and every single one of us. He doesn't have a word for a pastor, a minister, an usher, a worshiper, whatever, in whatever capacity that we serve the Lord, no, the word of God goes forth for all of us. Because he is not a respecter of persons. And he goes on to say in verse 2 through 6, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore I will punish you for all your iniquities. Do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet? Does a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Does a young lion cry out from his den if he has taken nothing? Does a bird fall in a snare on the earth when there is no trap for it? Does a snare spring up from the ground when it has taken nothing? Is a trumpet blown in a city and the people are not afraid? Does disaster come to a city unless the Lord has done it. 
he says these things in its context. He gives a cause and a result. How many of us know that our actions always have a result? When Jonah ran from God and he went on that boat from Tarshish, was he the only one in the boat? No. There were many others that suffered because of that disobedience from Jonah. And for any action that me and you have, there will always be a result. Because no matter what we do, there has to be a result. That's why he explains all this. If one takes place, the other will follow. What he's telling the people here is, if they don't repent, then judgment and discipline would follow. If we choose not to agree with God, and how many of us know that God disciplines those he loves? But look at verse 7 and 8. It says, For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. The lion has warred. Who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? See, God was not looking to want to have to bring judgment and discipline upon his people. That's why he sent the prophets to bring warnings. That was the mercy of God and the grace of God that he gave his people time and time and time again. And all he was looking for was a response for the people to acknowledge, Lord, yes, what you say is true. And we are in agreement with what you say. We agree that our hearts have gone far from you, God. We agree that I've been ignoring you, God. We agree that I've been in disagreement with you, Lord. This was the mercy of God, this message, as he is bringing it forth to the people. But in verse 9 and 10, it says, Proclaim to the strongholds in Ashdod and to the strongholds in the land of Egypt and say, Assemble yourselves in the mountains of Samaria and see the great tumults within her and the oppressed in her midst. They do not know how to do right, declares the Lord. Those who store up violence and robbery in their strongholds. He tells them in this because they refused God. They no longer knew what, how to do right. Because they went so long disagreeing with the word of God that would go forth that they lost their way. They didn't know what was right. They decided what was right. And how many of us know that the longer we wait to deal with our sin, the greater the hold it has on us. The longer that we choose not to deal with that area that God has spoken to us, that God has dealt with us, but because we choose to degree, to disagree, the longer that we disagree, the greater the hold that that disagreement will have upon our hearts. And now we only hear what we want to hear from God. Now we only want to acknowledge what we want to acknowledge. And now we're serving God in the ways of the traditions of men. Not with fear and reverence and saying, God, I agree with everything you say. But how can we avoid this? How can we keep ourselves from time again falling into this? Because we're all guilty. 
All we need to do is agree with what he says. Israel was not going to change overnight. It was a matter of them recognizing, God, I agree with you, and I need you to help me through this. And because Israel was in disagreement with God, God had to punish and discipline them. But again, he did so so that they would come back to a place of agreement with him. I'll ask you again today, are we in agreement with God? Let's look at Romans chapter 3, verse 1 through 20. He says here in Romans chapter 3, verse 1 to 20, Then what advantage has the Jew, or what is the value of circumcision? Much in every way, to begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Does their faithlessness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true, though everyone were a liar, as it is written. That you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our unrighteousness serves to show the righteousness of God, what shall we say? That God is unrighteous to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For then how could God judge the world? But if through my lie God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not do evil that good may come, as some people slanderously charge us with saying, and their condemnation is just. What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, not two different people, but one, are under sin as it is written. None is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of apps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood, and their paths are ruin and misery. And the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight since through the law comes knowledge of sin. Ouch. Are we in agreement with that? Are we in agreement that our God is just? See, he gave the law to Israel, not because they would be able to live by the law, not because the law would be able to save them, but so they would be able to acknowledge that I need God to save me. I need a savior because I cannot live a life following the law perfectly. Because the law is holy, the law is righteous, but it was the law that helped me to recognize the sin in my heart and in my life. It was to recognize, God, I am in agreement with your law, with your commands, but because I'm in agreement with it, I recognize that I fall so short. That I miss the mark, and because of that, Lord, I need your forgiveness. I need your salvation. I need your deliverance, Lord. 
I need your healing, my God. I need your presence within my life, oh God. I need the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, because, Lord, I cannot do this on my own, God, but I agree, Lord Jesus. I agree with what your word says, my God, and as hard as it is, as it is to receive, as hard as it is to swallow, as hard as it is to live by, but I'm not going to be in disagreement with it, Lord. I'm going to agree with what your word says. I'm going to agree with what you're speaking to my heart. And though I may fall short, but I thank God that I'm also in agreement that your word says that you sent your only begotten son to die for my sins, that I no longer have to live in condemnation, that I no longer have to live in guilt. But because today we choose to believe and agree with God, we now have salvation and the forgiveness of sins and life in his son. And that life is more abundant. It's because me and you agree with God. We agree with what his word says. So therefore we're able to acknowledge his son. We're able to acknowledge the life that we have in him. Let's go to 1 John 1. Chap chapter 1, verse 8 through 10. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. That word confess is to say the same thing. Is to agree with, to concede, not to refuse. Not to deny, to admit or declare oneself guilty of what one is accused of, to profess, to declare openly, to be completely honest with God. How many of us know today you can be completely honest with God? To confess your sins, you don't got to go to someone else. You can come directly to God and you can be completely honest with God and let him know where you acknowledge and you agree that you have fallen short. Lord, I've read your word. Lord, you've spoken to me. Lord, you've dealt with me. And I agree, my God, that what you showed me and what you revealed to me is true. And I'm acknowledging this, Lord, and I am coming in agreement with you, Lord God. Are we willing to call sin, sin? What God says is sin in our lives. Are we willing to acknowledge it as sin? Are we willing to agree with him in our relationships? Our relationship with him. Are we willing to walk in agreement with the Lord in our relationship with him, recognizing, Lord, you're always right. <laughs> but because you're always right, I know I also have forgiveness because your word tells me so. Because your word tells me how much you love us. And because, yes, I believe the wrath, the judgment of God. Yes, I believe sin and I believe in what you say. And I agree with the Lord, but I also agree that you died for that sin. And you paid that price for me. And for all those who put their faith and repent and continually trust in you. And because of that, we can walk in the joy of the Lord today. You don't have to walk in fear of God. You don't have to walk in, in afraid. God just wants to strike me with lightning. No, what he wants us to do is to acknowledge where we fall short in our lives. 
First John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2 says, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation of our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. How many of us are in agreement with that today? Do you agree with that today? See, we sang songs today, one thing remains, and that is the love of God. We sang songs today, oh, how he loves us. But in order for that song to be more than just a song, but worship unto the Lord and praise unto the Lord, you got to be in agreement within your heart, recognizing, Lord, I agree that you love me. And I agree that your love will never fail. Did you agree with those worship songs today? Let's go to John, 1 John chapter 5. This will be our last, one of our last scriptures here. Verse 1 through 12. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves a father loves whoever has been born of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God? This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by the water only, but by the water and the blood. And the spirit is the one who testifies because the spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree. If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. For this is the testimony of God that he has been born concerning his son. Whoever believes in the Son of God has a testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his Son. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. Do we agree with that this morning, church? There was two thoughts on this portion of scripture in the spirit, the water, and the blood. It says the spirit, water, and blood are, are in agreement. Water representing Christ's baptism, the blood representing his death. And the spirit validates on the inside what God has already done on the outside. But no matter what, it's all in agreement here on earth. Another way of looking at it, someone put, is spirit uses water of the word and applies the blood for our salvation. And the three are in agreement to get you saved and to keep you saved. No matter the thought, all the agreement is, is that Jesus Christ is Lord. That Jesus Christ is Lord. And are we in agreement with this today? And if so, then let's look at Matthew chapter 18. And we're going to close up with the scripture here today. Matthew 18 verse 15 says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault. Between you and him alone, if he listens to you, have gained your brother but if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and as a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. 
For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. And all this is referring to is church discipline, church order. But not only that, but know this, that God has got your back to help others until they also can come to this same agreement. Because you choose to believe and agree with what God says today. If you choose to believe that what God says is sin, is sin, then you can also choose to believe and agree with God, but I have forgiveness in you, Christ Jesus. And I can repent of that sin, and I could ask for forgiveness and receive that forgiveness. But not only that, now because I agree with that, I can now walk in the power of the Holy Spirit and the authority of my Christ Jesus, knowing who my God is, and knowing that He is in the midst. And no, no matter what goes on in my life or in this world, I know because I'm in agreement with who my God is, that my God is for me today, and our God is for us today, and greater is He that lives in you than he that lives in the world and we can continue to do what God has called us to do because we are agreeing with what his word says we are agreeing with who he is and we are agreeing that even though there may be many today that are in disagreement but God is able to bring them to a place and reveal himself to them that they can come and agree that they need a savior because that's what it's all about the message in the word is not meant to condemn me and you. It's meant to bring us into agreement with what he says. And all we're doing in this walk and in this life is we're walking in agreement in the relationship with God. That, Lord, you know all things, Father God, and you are right, my God. And in the areas that I'm in disagreement, my God, I need your help to help me to come into agreement. And it may start from a place of just by faith saying, Lord God, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to agree with what your word says. I'm going to agree in my heart that you are working some things out, but I'm also in agreement that you are faithful to bring me through. Are we in agreement with that today, church? Oh, that we can praise the Lord this morning. We can thank him for being so faithful. We can thank him for his mercies and his grace because just know that the Lord will never give up on you and his love will never fail. And the plan and the purpose that he has for you is for good and not for evil, but to bring you hope and to bring you a good future. Because that hope and that future is in him today. Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord God. And Father God, we come in agreement this morning. Lord God, Father, in agreement with you today, my God. Father, Lord, you know everything within our hearts this morning. You know everything that is going on within our lives today, Father God. And Father, today we just ask you, Lord, in the areas that, Father, we have had disagreements, that, Lord God, we have rejected you. Father God, we have tried to hide from you, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are believing and trusting, my God, that, Lord, you will bring these things to a place within our heart to recognize, Lord, that I've been in disagreement with you, Lord. And to be able to come into a place to ask you for forgiveness in that disagreement, Lord. But not only to receive the forgiveness, but to hear your voice and to have the direction that we need, that we can walk in agreement with you, my God. And even at times we may fall or we may fail, my God. But Lord, recognizing and agreeing that we can get back up again and we can continually walk in agreement with you, recognizing that, Father, we missed it. Lord, we've been battling you, Lord. Lord God, we've been denying this area within our hearts and in our lives. But Father, even in, in that, my God, help us to come into agreement with you, Lord. So Father, this day we just thank you. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. Father, we thank you today as we are here in agreement to worship you and to seek you. Father God, it's about coming together to seek you, Lord God. And Father, Lord, we thank you because, Lord, how can two come together unless they agree? And Lord, we're all joined together here and online today because we're in agreement today, Father, that we're here to seek you. 
So, Father, we just thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this time. And, Father, we just thank you that you are faithful to see us through. And, Lord, may we just walk in agreement with you, Lord, all the days of our life. Father, we love you, we praise you, and we bless you this day, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, God bless you. We are dismissed this morning. If you need any prayer this morning, I'll be up here to pray. You know what? Just continue to trust the Lord. Continue to walk in agreement with the Lord. And if you got a disagreement, let me just encourage you. You're not going to win that one. <laughs> Amen. Well, God bless you. We are dismissed this morning. Amen. God bless you. Thank you guys for all joining us online here today. System didn't shut down today. Amen. <laughs>